It's your favorite time of day. Happy Hour with Kay. On today's episode, we're discussing another type of dating, and that's having an OnlyFans. I've been waiting for this moment. All right, so let's waste no time and get going with the show. We'll get the libations flowing, and we're jumping right on those topics. See how I set that up right there for you? Because we cannot talk about OnlyFans without mentioning hopping on things. I mean, that's also in part two. So be sure to keep up. Now, for this episode, we're going to keep it simple with a nice vodka and tonic. It's real easy. And so I'm going to switch it up a little bit and add an extra few ounces of vodka because we all know that I love my drinks strong, like I like my men. All right, so we're going with six ounces of vodka. We'll do four ounces of tonic water. That's actually the suggested amount of tonic water. BT Dubs, who actually Googled what tonic water was or did I do that by myself? Let me know at K underscore on Instagram, okay? Now, and we'll top it off with one lime wedge, and then we're good to go. Let me sip mine. Clearly, I've already had <laughs> a couple. Oh, I have a confession. I've actually had two so far. So it's just going to be a real fun episode. I hope you're having drinks, too. Let me continue having my little drink. All right, so I know this is random, but I'm going to tell you what I did today leading up to recording. So I finally watched Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, right? Now, I'm the biggest sucker for love and fairy tales and all that jazz. But it was a really nice movie if you're in all that evil turns good stuff. I also love a... Good old, we're all in this together and let's live peacefully concept. And, um, you know, it seems like all I do is watch movies, but the last time I decided to pretend social distancing isn't a thing, I got a good old talking to and was requested to stay at my place for two weeks (laughs) until I go back to you know whose house. (laughs) I swear, he just keeps me on my toes, that man. Ever since then, I've actually been really, really good with my social distancing. I'm like, eh, wash my hands, do this, do that. So I hope you all are staying safe. I just want to start off by saying I wanted to introduce the main topics like, okay, my little cats and kittens. (laughs) But then my boyfriend was like, you can't use that. That's um, whatever that lady's name is from Tiger King. It really slipped my mind. Oh, gosh. I, want, I just really don't know her name. And it's, I'm ne- it's a blank. But in any event, it was her. Is her name Karen? I don't know what her name is. But apparently she calls her fans cats and kittens. But I literally made that up because I was like, oh, that's a good intro to the main topics. But now I had to switch up my whole intro and she copied from me. That's all I'm going to say. This episode is for my working girls. Everyone else, 
please don't judge because sometimes sex work is all some people can do. As one of my fave quotes from one of my fave movies says, I got to use what I got to get what I want. (laughs) Look, and that's a snap and a twirl. (laughs) I also want to say not all sex workers turn this into a full-time job. Some people need to pay rent, and we all know love don't pay the bills. Maybe in the movies, but love definitely don't pay the bills. And at one point in my life, I actually thought that was a real thing, but sorry, boo-boo, it's not. Most of us can relate to not getting that callback from a regular, socially acceptable job. I know, I'm not the best interviewer, but... I mean, especially when I first graduated college, actually. I also didn't really have to interview for my first job now that I'm thinking about it back in high school. So I really went into adult life not having those interview skills, but I've come a long way. Now, if I didn't have a good support system, trust and believe me, getting into, you know, sex work, especially living in New York City, would have been as easy as walking into like the neighborhood bodega. But in the age of the internet, we fast forward to OnlyFans. Oh, one can only dream. Trust and believe me. I mean, let's talk about how clever the name is. It's maybe just it's being entertained by simple things is why I'm so excited. But who doesn't want a fan? Now, we all have admirers, and most of us are unlucky to have stalkers. So here comes OnlyFans to help you monetize on all of that. So what exactly is OnlyFans? Aside from my definition of it being a virtual booth where all your admirers and stalkers can send you a nice coin to show your goodies. However, I'm just going to do a little disclaimer because I kind of also realized that there's other create like content creators out there that use OnlyFans for probably exercise videos or whatever, but... That's just probably like 1% of OnlyFans. Apparently, it's presented as a platform, like I said, for fitness trainers and instructor-based services to have a space to host virtual classes. But I said what I said before. It's definitely more well-known For all those sexual acts. Well, not sexual acts, but sexual exploration, kind of, if that's what you want to call it. Would that be voyeurism? I'll have to go back to Google. I'm really learning a whole lot about the world through this podcast with you guys, and hopefully you're learning too. You're welcome. So everyone that I've seen referencing their OnlyFans, they've always, you know, mentioned getting their nudes. I mean, I actually saw something maybe on Hulu or, I don't know, Showtime maybe. But it was basically a documentary about people selling feet pictures on OnlyFans. Now, here's the thing. Now, I'd very much so sell some feet pictures, 
If I have an audience, of course. Side note, if anyone have any leads about this, feel free to hook your girl up. <laughs> Look, send those leads to me because this is obviously a, a big market and I need to get these, these dollars. So that's just the tip of the iceberg, okay? The tip. <laughs> I need to get my mind out the gutter today. But um, someone is advertising. They're going to be auctioning off their panties in the coming weeks. I mean, I'm about to start a damn page at this rate because when I tell you I have tons of stuff to auction off in this house, you don't even know the half. Look, La Perla panties, anyone? Let's get it auctioned off to the highest bidder. Only worn twice, actually. <laughs> so if you need some, let me know. I'm kidding. Please don't even, don't, please. I don't know what I'll do with myself. But let's actually get into the interview and we'll ask Kayla all about OnlyFans. And also, I'm going to follow up this episode with someone who has actually been doing OnlyFans for quite some time. And she does cosplay and all this stuff, which I just learned what cosplay is. Let me tell you, I'm going to be so well informed after these two episodes that I'll be able to like be one of those, you know, those little mistresses. Look, Heidi Fleiss 2.0 coming up. If you don't know who Heidi Fleiss is, please go look her up. Just look up Hollywood, madame. <laughs> I'll be like the New York City, madame. Wait, isn't there someone else who actually was that with the, was it the mayor of New York? Anyways, all the scandals. Let's get into Kayla. I do have a treat for you all. Well, she's a treat for her subscribers and a great person to give me the tea about OnlyFans. She's digital eye candy on Kayla's room. It's Kayla from OnlyFans, everyone. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Great. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, my um, I've been working on this episode for quite some time. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I need to have someone that... <laughs> understands what OnlyFans is. So you were the lucky person and thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. So tell everyone what exactly is OnlyFans? So technically it's uh, kind of just like a social media that people have to, I mean, they can pay to subscribe for, or some people make their pages free. Mm -hmm. I kind of refer to like Instagram some people, it's like you're posting, you have, you can go live, you have stories, right. uh, but people basically subscribe to see that. Oh, cool. So do mm -hmm. you allow your most loyal subscribers to interact with you? I mean, I actually interact with most of my, like, I, I would say all of my subscribers, like anyone who messages me, I'm just going to like message back because I feel like they're subscribing to talk to me mm -hmm. as well as see my um, feed and everything. So I'll, I'll message back all of them. Right. Mm -hmm. So would you consider yourself like a content creator? Like what's the exact terminology for just like people who do like OnlyFans? 
I definitely think it has to do with the content you put out. Cause I would maybe say I'm just like a content creator. Some mm-hmm. people on OnlyFans call themselves sex workers. Um, just cause of the stuff they put out. So yeah. it's just different. Um, based on what you do. But I, I mean, I guess you could overall, like a, a good general term would be content creator because we do produce content. That's what they subscribe for. Right. Um, that's what they'll pay extra for, things like that. Okay. So yeah. when did you start your OnlyFans account? And is the money better than what you expected it to be? <laughs> yeah, so it's actually, it's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I think tomorrow will be officially, I've only been on OnlyFans for three weeks mm-hmm. and I've made more money in three weeks than I do in three months at a nine to five job. Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> I think I'm, I need to start an OnlyFans now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a, a lot. Like I'm, uh-huh. I'm only 21. I've, I've never made this much money in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so cool. Look, yeah. I know now who I'm coming to for my Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. So I've seen some creators auction off items. What do you think makes your fans keep coming back aside from being like this hot internet um, (laughs) (laughs) video person? (laughs) Yeah, I think like a lot of them, it's just what they prefer. Like they're specific only fans for um, if you're getting into sex work, certain fetishes, things like that. Mm -hmm. I think people kind of stick with mine. Um, maybe because, uh, I mean, I just post like soft, like lingerie photos, things Uh like that. I also feel like it's because I, I do, um, talk with them a lot. Like they kind of know me on a personal level. So I think that's what kind of has them sticking with me. Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's just like getting, they got to know me. They personally like, um, but I think that's the whole point about OnlyFans is that people stick around because they want to know the person they're seeing the photos of just because there's there's free things on the Internet all the time, you know? Well, yeah, true. Like Pornhub and all these yeah. other situations. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's like because they want to specifically see one person or they want to like know, feel like they know the person and that's what they like more. I I, I would think it's something like that. Okay. I mean, I'm sure interacting with them on a personal level definitely does help because you kind of build like a connection, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, it's just for a temporary time. But I'm sure the people that keep coming back, it's kind of a rewarding thing for them. Yeah, yeah. Like they they know that. Uh, a lot of my subscribers even are just like to talk about their day, you know, mm-hmm. it's like building a, almost a relationship but with my subscribers and, and making them feel comfortable. Right. But well, some creators out there had me thinking to myself, well, shit, there's someone out there for everybody <laughs> because I, oh, there is. I mean, yeah. I just can't deal because just in looking through um, OnlyFans accounts and I'm like, Oh my gosh, grandma, like, what are you doing? But I, you know, it's totally fine. It's, look, get that money. Yeah. There's every type of thing you could think of. There's an OnlyFans for it. There's some girl out there doing an OnlyFans for it. There's even men who do OnlyFans. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there's, it's basically every fetish you can think of. Um, there's, there's, you know, there's MILFs. There's the, um, just every type of account you could think of. Definitely. So how often do you post content? Um, and do you have like a super fan? I post daily. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say there's like a few of my subscribers are super fans. Um, they are constantly 
like constantly active, constantly talking, always wanting to see more things, always like requesting custom content. Yeah. I would call them maybe my super fans. There's some that just subscribe and they don't say anything. They're just like content. They don't say anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're missing out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So um, have you let, well, I saw also, I'm just like, all into this OnlyFans thing. It's just so very intriguing to me. But do you, um, have you considered or have you ever auctioned off anything? Because I saw one creator doing that. Yeah, so I have people ask me if Mm -hmm. they can buy things Mm -hmm. from me. Um, and I mean, I'm open to it. Like if they, if they want, I can definitely auction off. I can sell them, um, pieces of of my stuff if they would like Mm -hmm. Uh, um I definitely don't mind but yeah I've had people reach out and I've definitely been in the works on selling some stuff but yeah that's something I'm definitely comfortable with so auctioning off things is pretty much like a common um OnlyFans trend I've seen it with multiple OnlyFans girls Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's girls out there that don't want to do that um but yeah most most girls I know are able to auction off their stuff Oh, okay. That's so cool. It's kind of like a side. Yeah. Like a I guess like, the, yeah, like people want a piece of what they're seeing in video, like I guess tangible. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it was so nice talking to you. I do um, would like to keep in touch. Um, yeah, and then I'll also send you some rosé because... It can't be happy hour without drinks. (laughs) So I'll definitely get your info to do that at a later date. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Thanks, Kayla, so much. Yeah, of course. Oh, my gosh. Kayla was so fun. Like, I really enjoyed her. Please be sure to stay tuned for episode, well, part two of this episode where I speak with someone else from OnlyFans and she does a bit more. She does like cosplay and she's been doing it for a little while longer and that should be fun. I'm very excited to talk to her as well. So let's get into some fashion news. So American streetwear designer, Matthew Williams, whose label is 1017 Alix 9SM, will become Givenchy's Seventh Couturier. He starts on June 16th and is expected to present Givenchy's first designs in October. Williams assumes all creative responsibilities, including women's and men's collections, Givenchy noted. Williams describes Givenchy's new era as one based on modernity and inclusivity. First of all, I love me some Givenchy. And I'm really excited to see where he takes the fashion house from here. Especially with all that's going on in the world, I just would like to see more togetherness and peace and love and all that jazz. Because we all know I love me some peace, love, and happiness. I mean, what's the world without love, right? Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show because I know I sure did. So don't forget next time I'll be speaking with someone else. So we'll continue this OnlyFans exploration another day. 
And thank you all for listening. I love you all. Until next time, it's happy hour with Hey!